you know, most guys experience when they call a girl more and they text her more, they notice that her responses become shorter. She takes longer to reply. And ultimately, for most guys, it ends up eventually at some point the girl just doesn't even reply at all. Right. And then you look at the women, oh, it should be 50-50. It should be, oh, if a guy doesn't reach out to me, I'm gone. Oh, that's only women that have attachment issues. It's the cope <laughs> that's coming from the women in the comments from that video is hilarious. But you have all the guys in there like, this happened to me. Yep. And so yep. you got all the women going, oh, this is not true. And you got the overwhelming majority of dudes that are like, this has been my experience. And yep. what Corey is saying is totally accurate. So that particular video has the right amount of agitation. Right along with truth that, you know, because the women have their perspective, which they're just, they're kind of regurgitating what they've been told. Most women don't understand how attraction works. Right. But the guys have all had this experience where they met a girl. She seemed to be really into him. She was texting him a lot at first. And then over the course of a couple of weeks, it just tends to fizzle out. And the guys don't understand that. And then the women are all, oh, you got to tell her how you feel. You got to let her know. You got to text her more. You got to call her. Send her flowers. Tell her you love her. Tell her how much she means to you. It's like a... They don't care. They only care about how they feel about you. Yeah, I think it's it's crazy how many guys are are in a state of confusion. Like, I think they want us to be in a state of confusion. And even simply as with girls, it's like you're taught to not even trust your own actions or experiences. You're being taught to listen to what other people say. For example, like you said, they have their own experiences of getting their hearts broken from girls, doing the 50-50, you know, texting and FaceTiming just as much or even more probably. And then they experience a heartbreak. But then they see all these girls in the comment section saying, no, no, that you just dated a wrong girl. And so the biggest thing, and then these guys get confused, like, damn, I've experienced this. Corey's saying this. But then these girls are saying this. And I think guys just need to understand is, no, dude, you need, like, a superpower is just looking at people's actions. Like, you should get used to using when you're, you're on these other shows and podcasts when you're talking to the girls. It's like, tell me about the guys that you date. Yes. Don't tell me what. You just told me it's supposed to be 50-50. Tell me. About your boyfriend. Oh, that he's you toxic. Dated. He's asshole. What was he? What was he like? The guys that you love the most, that you really had the strongest feelings for. What was he like? How often did he text you, dude? I, I love. And it. then you get a completely different yep. answer. It's that's about, the truth. That's one of the things I learned from you know Doc Love was you got to ask the right question because women will give you the right answer, but um, you got to ask them the right question, and so they'll give you the canned response, which is you know to them culturally culturally accurate or what they believe but when then when you ask them to tell you about the guy that they actually dated and stayed with or they slept with on their first date or first time they got together or whatever the dude doesn't do any of that shit he's not buying them flowers he's not professing his feelings of anything he, he never really seemed to have that strong feelings for them and those are the guys they remember the most they have the most visceral visceral experience with you know it's crazy so when i first so when i first started my youtube channel uh, and my whole YouTube channel, my whole podcast is based off your work and what I've learned from you. And when I first started my YouTube channel, the first street interview was, was me. I walked up to this group of like six or seven girls. And I walked up to them and the question was, do you guys prefer simps or pimps? Right? And the girls were like, oh, simps. We love simps. Yeah, we love simps. And I was like, because you can control them, right? They're like, yeah, yeah. I'm like, okay, what, what were you guys' ex-boyfriends like? Yeah, they were dicks. They were assholes. <laughs> and then one of the girls in the background was like, "But we love them. Like we can't, we can't, we can't like not stop dating them, right?" And so you ask them, you just get two completely contradictory answers to the same question because you asked it 
a different way and they don't that's what's so cute about women is they don't pick up on that Dude, they no. don't see the contradiction yeah. themselves and it's hilarious and when i see some of the girls on, on your podcast though they say the same shit all the time it's hilarious and i think i see some viewers some og viewers of you they are like why do you have these girls like saying this stuff and i think it's just because you if you're a long-time viewer of Corey, you're going to know, okay, look well, at the girl's actions. The work, yep. you're, that's the whole point of yep. having them on is you're getting yep. the women's perspective. And they're, you know, that's guys that are smart enough and know what you see them in the comments. You're like, I see what Corey's doing. Yeah. It's like they're confirming everything he says in the yep. book. And so you don't even do anything. Yeah. You don't even say anything. You don't even argue or debate with them because if you understand women, you don't argue with them. You just sit there and listen. Well, sometimes let them they say do blow thing. them up and <laughs> point them out when they're, you know, saying something that's stupid or not true. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's one thing. When I hopped on that whatever podcast, the one that went viral with me, like I was not trying to really get in any arguments or debates, but it just so it ended up happening. I ended up roasting some chick and it went viral, you know, because she was fat. And Why can't everyone feel like a 10? Everyone well, has flaws, though, so nobody's perfect. We're looking at a number scale now. It's based on results. Um, yeah. your results, well, what's what sort of results? Like, how many people am I fucking? How many Even ugly guess? girls can get laid. The real question for women is how many guys want to marry you? <laughs> thought she was a 10 even though she's obese yeah yeah huge like a whale but i mean I, in all fairness a girl like she's that still on instagram she's still getting laid she's still getting laid yep. so to her she is a 10 because yep. guys don't care it's they're the ego. so thirsty it's the ego got, like any guy who's not close to that level like is not getting laid that much and it's just girls don't understand that shit at all like it's crazy how how these girls even if they're they don't take care of themselves they're still loads of dudes who want to have sex with them and it just shows that men are actually in power. Guys actually have control. Because if all these dudes actually had standards for themselves, all these dudes realized, no, dude, I don't want to. I want to have standards for myself. I want to date a girl who's like this, 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 and I'm gonna hold off until I find a girl like this. Maybe it's a unicorn. Who cares, right? But if you have those standards, like I think it's gonna put girls to be like, oh shit, I have to actually start working harder. I have to start trying harder. And that's why I tell guys, like, yes, you you have to walk away from a lot of these chicks, and it, you know, it might not be the chick for you, but. Well, you're going to show that girl is like, damn, like she missed out on a good dude because she she wasn't what you wanted. And it really sets girls back into their default settings of their ego. Like, oh, fuck, I just missed out on a really bomb ass dude because I couldn't set my ego aside. And it is what it is. But, yeah, maybe the next dude can. uh, (laughs) Yeah, most guys haven't had the experience of rejecting a girl or rejecting a really hot girl. Yeah. And I remember when I. When I started experiencing that and in my early 30s on a regular basis, it's like the first few times I did it, I was like, this girl posed for Playboy and I don't even want to go out with her again. And I don't feel bad about it. Yeah. I mean, I felt weird. It felt unnatural because up until that point, that wasn't the majority uh, of my experience at that point. But I was just, you know, I didn't like you know, things that were going on in her life or I was just in how she was. I was, I, I just, I had choice at that time because I had several different women that I was dating and I was constantly out socializing. So I was constantly meeting new women. And like I said, if most guys have never had that experience of rejecting the hot girl yep. and blowing her off or friend zoning her, which typically makes them want you even more. But, um, that's why it's hard for those dudes. They got no game. And so they get a girl that's prettier than mo- like even the, the obese girl that you were on on the podcast with, it's they're they like the fact that the girl is into them, even though body style. It's like because if if a woman neglects herself like that, especially at a young age, she's going to neglect you. Correct. Yeah. Those are the women that 
have a couple kids and they just get really big and they don't lose any of the baby weight. Mm. And then it's just the wife is just waiting for him to get home so she can just rip into his ass at night and complain about whatever it is she wants to complain about. And he's just hoping maybe once a month. He can bust a nut. Maybe every other month yep. he can bust a nut and you know it's go still to the, work. It's still the dude's fault, though, for dating yeah. her. It's still the dude's fault at the end of the day. It's like if it always leads back to the dudes, always. Why women behave this way, probably because her father. Probably because she had a bunch of other simps in her life. Or there was no dad in her yeah, life. Or, yeah, or none. She's raised by the streets, basically. Yeah. It, and there's one thing I brought up on the whatever podcast is the Red Pill, they don't talk about daddy issues. And daddy issues, dude, I've dated some girls with the craziest daddy issues, and I just was never told this thing. And it's like, you know, you should love all girls, just look at looks, like, and just value whatever. And, you know, I was never very picky um, until I started learning about daddy issues, which I learned from you and, and your stuff. And I was like, holy shit, that's so true. Every single girl I've talked to who've, who I was in a bad relationship with or was just crazy, cheater, whatever, no dad. Bad relationship with the father. The dad was a simp. And it's so true. And, I, and that's one thing I, a lot of Red Pill guys don't talk about. So I try to talk about that on the podcast as well. I made sure I asked all the girls, how's the relationship with your father? None. Bad. Cheated. He's on an my asshole. Mom. Yep. He's a narcissist. And I'm like, I just looked at the camera and all the chat, all the, you can see the chats, like the live chats. And it was like, WW, like, this is so true. Like, obviously she has no dad. And it's like, it's crazy. Um, because the only way you could actually change yourself, and the reason why these girls don't change themselves is because... There's they, they're no not, they're not emotional like, reason to change. In other words, right. they don't because we do. People do more to avoid pain than they do to gain pleasure. Right. And for them, they're gaining pleasure, so they're getting positive reinforcement. So yep. why should they change? Yep. If they cheat on one guy and he gets pissed off and he leaves her, there's fucking three more that are begging to spend time with her. She doesn't care. And if she has an Instagram with only 300 followers, there's thousands of dudes. It's it's absolutely insane. And how many girls? If a girl only has 200 followers, she's gaining thousands of DMs, blue check marks verified rappers are in her dms like it's nuts and so these girls just have overinflated egos and it, it mainly because of social media but also mainly i blame weak men at the end of the day for all those things because it's only weak men who are validating those behaviors you know if if all the dudes had our mindset dude girls would not be out there on social media doing these things you know but well that's why you get the three percent i mean even jim jim Rohn talked about that who was you know tony robbins original mentor and he says don't be like the 97 percent you know right. it's like the top three percent and everything it, it's always been those numbers you know the simps have always been around the guys that want to cater and kiss women's ass they, you know if you watch it's a wonderful life you know, I reference that movie a lot. There's a, a scene in there where uh, I think Jimmy Stewart's walking down the street, and uh, the the pretty blonde who uh, you know every guy wants. I, I don't, you don't see her family or anything, but it's obvious all all the men in town know who she is. And they all want to date her. They all want to sleep with her. And so there's right. a scene where there's these three dudes like, "Hey, can I you know light your cigarette? Hey, baby, can I buy you something? Hey, baby, can I take you somewhere?" And you know they're just like three simp's talking to her, trying to get her attention. And she's giving them the attention, and then she sees George Bailey, and she goes, excuse me, fellas, and she just literally ghosts him, if you will, and walks across the street to go talk to George Bailey, because George Bailey's like, I'm getting the hell out of this little town, I can't wait, and you know, he's like the most eligible bachelor. He's like the guy that wants nothing to do with dating, relationships, family, or anything, because he's leaving. He's always not going to do anything that's going get to him, get him tied down, and so she's one of the girls competing for George Bailey's attention, you know, just like Mary, who, you know, Donna Reed's character, ultimately his wife, but, you know, was competing for her. And she'd had a crush on him since they were, you know, 
little kids and had always dreamt of, you know, eventually when she grew up, she wanted to be his wife. Meanwhile, you got Violet, who she's always dressed in nines and she's always got nice things. And so she would be today's OnlyFans girl because she's the woman that's like, oh, baby, you know, she's on a date. You know, back then it's like, hey, can I have some money for the powder room? So they go back to the powder room. And they, they tip the person in the, the powder room or maybe they're buying things or, or whatever. And, you know, so you have these guys. Maybe, maybe she's sleeping with three rich guys. She's like the mistress to two or three rich dudes. And, and that has changed from being kind of a closed hush-hush type of thing to now she's on OnlyFans or she's on Instagram. So it's not like these girls are new. Girls with daddy issues are new. It's just that with social media, they can get huge followings. And, you know, we all see them. And we see the things they say. We see the things that they do. We, you know, we have friends that we know that that date these women and they get mixed up with them. Girls got tons of daddy issues and maybe mental health issues or drug problems or, or whatever. And, and they came from a, you know, a messed up environment. It's in the past, you know, when I was younger, it's like we knew about those girls. There's certain girls you hook up with, but you don't date them. You always wear a condom because <laughs> you don't want to get the gift that, that keeps on giving. And, but, you know, nowadays it's, they're all over social media. And so they can become famous in essence. Yeah. It's the violets of, you know, from like the movie, It's a Wonderful Life. Now we all could see them on Instagram. And I think I don't like about the Red Pill community and a lot of the podcasts is like they generalize as if these are, and they use the term modern women. These are modern women. Like they've always been around. They've always been like this. These are the girls that come from the broken homes with the daddy issues. And so if you got more broken families, then you're going to have more girls with daddy issues that are going to have these problems. Yep. But, you know, there's plenty of girls out there in society that come from good families. And girls that have a good social circle that are beautiful, it's like they don't need to be on a dating app. They're constantly getting approached. Yep. You know, like Jade just became recently single in the last few weeks. And it's like phone's ringing. She's going out and meeting, meeting guys. Dude. She's always getting hit on. But yep. now she can say... Yes. And it's like, she don't need to go on a dating app to, to meet anybody. She's, she just goes outside and, and dudes come up and hit on her. Yep. So it's like, that's, you know, I'm the, I've never been a fan of online dating. And, you know, people get pissed off. Oh, I met my girlfriend and you can meet good women on there. But the reality is if a hot girl is on there, there is a problem with her social circle for whatever reason. Either she belongs to the streets or maybe she just moved here from another area and she doesn't know anybody. It doesn't mean that all women on dating apps are ratchet, but there's a really high percentage of them that are. And I remember about four years ago, five years ago, when I was living in South Beach, you know, I was on Bumble and Hinge and some of those other dating apps. And the thing I started noticing was that a lot of these girls that you match with were... You know, they're basically hookers because yeah, they match. You start talking on text and then you notice that your match is gone. And then that, you know, after the match is gone, what you realize is that's when they proposition. Hey, you know, I'm looking for mentors, guys to invest in my business. And, you know, I want I was like, well, what is it you're looking for? Well, I'd like eighteen hundred two thousand dollars a week, you know, to spend one night a week with you. And, you know, if you want me to spend more time, obviously there'll be more. We can talk about that. And so this is what they're doing with, they're going on there, they're matching with guys, they're getting phone numbers, and then they're basically unmatching in the profile. And then they tell you what they're really looking for, which is they're basically a sex worker in essence, or an OnlyFans girl. 
And these girls have always been around. It's yep. just that now they're more prevalent. And to me, I was looking at, like, you know, you end up wasting your time with these girls. You're sending a bunch of messages and you're, you're making progress. And then you realize, oh, and then she just propositions you with money. I was like, if that's a, if there, it's a good woman, she's lived in the area for a long time. Her family's well-respected. She's got a big peer group. She's beautiful. She's fit. She's in shape. She ain't going to be in a dating app. She don't need to be. Yep. It's constantly, and as soon as she becomes single, her phone's blowing up. People are texting her, sending her messages. Her girlfriends are trying to set her up. Another she's thing, not single for very. Another long. thing as well is, so I put my I put my girlfriend <clears throat> on on Tinder and Bumble to go look for lesbians, and so my girlfriend is swiping on girls for like threesomes or foursomes, whatever, and of the amount of times where my girlfriend has matched with the girl, they've been texting, they they exchange numbers or they exchange Instagrams. Girlfriend texts him on Instagram, deletes her Instagram or unadds my girlfriend on Snapchat, and then a week later adds 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 her back. Be like, my boyfriend was searching through my phone. I had to unadd you. I had to block you so my boyfriend couldn't see. But I'm still down to hook up with you and your boyfriend. The amount of girls who have boyfriends on these dating apps is absolutely insane. Like, uh, e- easily over sixty percent have a, a boyfriend, and it, the amount of effort a girl will go through to like cheat on her boyfriend. Is, is crazy as well. So, and if girls want to cheat, they will. Yeah, character's 100%. destiny. And yeah. that's, that's who she is. And your goal, your mission, if you choose to accept it, is to figure <laughs> out as quickly as, as possible, possible yeah. what you're dealing with. Yep. But that's a, a key tell. If she got no father, hates her dad, he's a narcissist, has no relationship, never had a, a good stepdad or a grandfather or an uncle that stepped into that role, it's... And every time I talk about this, I you know get a lot of women that are in that situation. Oh, we're not all like this. Not all strippers are bad, or you know whatever it happens to be, which is true. Not all of them are horrible, but the majority of them, maybe ninety-seven, ninety-eight percent of them, are you know, like I said back in my day, these were just the girls that you knew were sleeping with everybody. Like I, there was a girl in my my class who was a cheerleader. She's beautiful. And um, one of my friends dated her and hooked up with her, and he was thinking, I'm going to date her. And, but one of our mutual friends was like, hey, she was just fucking so-and-so last week, and then two hours before she fucked that guy, she was fucking another guy who was also on the football team. And, you know, her parents had, had split up, and, and, uh, and it's like, she slept with a lot of dudes, man. She slept with, you know, a lot of guys in the football team. We all knew that. And we, we, I say we learned that, and especially learned that, you know, after we, we graduated, we, you know, we just, that's, everybody that dated her or hooked up with her never considered her girlfriend material because she was sleeping with half, half her yep. class. Yep. But it was fun to hook up and to get laid and, and to bust a nut when you're in high school, and she was hot, she was a cheerleader, and now she's obese, she's, I think, on her second marriage, maybe? I think she's second marriage. She's had kids. She's still a cool chick. I'm friends with her. I like her. But she's obese, and she just totally let let herself go. Yeah. And the guy she's married to, is he's a pussy. He's yep. like a push, pushover. That's, and that's the only guy she's going to date, because any guy who understands this shit or even knows that history is like, eh, I'm good. Like, I know. Any guy who understands, like, yeah, look at her relationship <laughs> with her father, understand, like, the history... Because obviously the history is going to tell you the future and things like that. Current events form future trends, as Gerald Salente says. Yep. And uh, yeah, I always, that's one thing I mentioned on the podcast as well. It's like if I'm looking, these girls are trying to tell me that they're high quality chicks and all these girls were basically OnlyFans chicks for sure. And they're all telling me, oh no, I'm a high quality dude. If 
if I, if I came to a girl, if I came to a guy who had no idea I'm on OnlyFans, I'm like, dude, look at your Instagram. It has a link in bio to your OnlyFans. Not only that, even if you don't have the link in bio to your OnlyFans, I could just look at a girl's Instagram. I could tell, okay, yeah, she's she knows a lot of dudes, right? Because, dude, girls on Instagram, they're not they're not good. Girls are not going to be on Instagram posting a bunch of pictures of themselves, right? And girls love to use that excuse. Or they of, will, but it's very modest. They may yeah, post a few times a year. If they have a, a boyfriend, they'll post something and say sweet, something sweet about them. But it's like they very, very rarely post. Yeah. And, and, and They're not trying to get the attention. Yeah, most girls are not using Instagram either for, like, business or anything. It's mostly just for attention and validation, mostly from dudes. Because if they wanted attention and validation from their girlfriends, which is what they usually say is, oh, I use Instagram so I, have my, I can be connected with my girlfriends so they can see my posts, like then you would just send the picture to them one-on-one, right? Why are you sharing it to the whole world? There's got to be a reason why. And usually the reason why is because they, they're trying to seek attention and validation from men. And you ask those girls, hey, what's the relationship with your father? You, dead giveaway right there as Who? well. <laughs> yeah. It's like, dude, obviously these, there's a reason why all these girls are on these dating apps and on social media. And, yeah, I'm, like, super aware of all these things. And it's it's super important to look at these things. And... It's, it's crazy how many guys don't understand like, these subtle things. It's not even subtle, but it's like, dude, these guys are totally brainwashed by just how hot the girl is. It's like, dude, you're, you guys are retarded. I think once you get past a certain point of, you know, getting with enough girls, you, you stop caring about sex. You stop caring about how hot the girl is. You purely just care about, is this girl going to be an asset easy to me? Easy going, easy to be around. Yeah. Is she going to help Does me? Does she communicate well? Yeah. Is she going to make my life easier? Is she going to be at my house cooking, cleaning, you know, taking care of that stuff? Is she going to be, you know, adding that very nice, peaceful, feminine energy? Or is she going to add, like, some crazy stuff to your life, you know? And it's crazy how many guys don't value that stuff. And it's mainly because they just have lack of sex, lack of options. And like you said, it's like when you when you um, dump that, that super hot model... I guarantee there's a bunch of simps who'd be like, what, Corey's crazy, I can't believe he dumped this chick, she's so hot. It's like, dude, they lack options. There's, and it's sad because a lot of guys I see nowadays, is they're lacking like guys at their level. Like me and, me and my brother Nathan, like it was only us two who at that level. And we noticed every other guy, when we were dumping chicks who were super hot, every single dude would be like, oh, you guys are dumb, you guys are retarded for dumping that chick. You know, you made such a big mistake, you guys are going to regret it. Like, dude, these guys have no idea. And it was only me and Nathan who were on that same level of understanding these things, mainly because we read your book. And it's crazy how much power comes to it when you realize that, you know, none of that, none of that stuff really matters, matters except for the character of the girl and who she is.